is up everyone welcome to another episode of the empire radio podcast i'm andrew i'm jeremiah i'm drew and drew's back which, which he was never gone from not, the empire radio yeah huh? <laughs> i was gonna say they might not know that i was gone yeah you were never gone from the empire radio podcast but we we sure as heck missed you on our last episode of clone we're saved um for those of you that don't know, well, you should, because you should be listening to all of our podcasts. Um, but for those of you that don't know, um, Drew had a family trip that he had to take. And so because of when he was going to be getting back, Jeremiah and I uh, just, we, d- we just went for it. And it felt like a part of us was missing, but we had a successful episode. But now the team's back together. We're like Han, Luke, and Leia. Oh, I'm I'm Luke. <laughs> I'm also Luke. Andrew is Leia. Okay. What? <laughs> I was going to say I'm Chewbacca, but okay. That's, oh, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Sweet. So um, we've got a really special episode planned. We have round number two, episode number two of the Cantina Discussions. Um, but like always, before we get into the main portion of the episode... Um, this would be where we would go through news, and we don't have anything concrete um, or anything really trustable, honestly, on the Star Wars front. But we do have some very exciting news as far as the Mandalorian podcast is concerned, our other podcast um, under the Empire Radio name, and that is Drew. Tell him. We're back, boys. Yeah, we are coming back because uh, Disney Plus is doing an eight-part docuseries, which you probably know that if you're listening to this podcast, but if you don't, get pumped because it's going to be eight episodes, uh, weekly episodes, behind the scenes, roundtable discussions with the directors and the cast, as well as uh, on-set footage bits and stuff. So super excited about that. And so the first episode comes out on May 4th, right? Sure does. On the, the best day in the world, May 4th. Yeah, my wife's birthday. Yeah, your wife. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> okay. And also hold the day your, that we enthusiasm. allegedly will be released from our homes, but we'll see about that. But anyways, yeah, <laughs> so I'm excited. Um, I don't know if the episode is going to come out on May 4th. I kind of doubt it because it's someone's birthday. But um, so I don't know <laughs> if Andrew's going to be free that day. Yeah, but, it's it's still up in the air. But we'll get, we'll let you guys know on our social media platforms. Yeah, we will. And we'll let you guys know if we're launching that day or if it's going to be the next day. If anything, it might drop on Tuesday, May 5th, which is when we typically do the, record this and drop this podcast on Tuesdays. So we're probably yeah. going to do The Mandalorian that day. 
And then I'm kind of guessing, um, I don't know if one of you guys know, but I don't know. But I assume that they're going to switch like Friday episodes. They, yeah, they probably will. I mean, I wouldn't be, again, this is just some innocent speculation, but I would imagine yeah. that we'll get an episode on Monday and then they might start the following Friday. Yeah, that's my guess because that's kind of what they do. Yeah, I guess I mean, they did need, that with Mandalorian, to, right? We got it on yeah. a Tuesday and a Friday, and then Clone Wars we did the same thing. To, so, yeah, you need someone to fill that Friday Friday evening spot that you know usually people come home from work or school or whatever. Yeah, and then they got and, something to watch for sure. And then also the last episode of Clone Wars oh, is on Lord. the same day. So, I don't know about you guys, but May 4th, I normally binge all the Star Wars movies from, like, midnight to, like, until I'm done with it, and then I go to sleep. Dang. So, this year, I don't think I'm going to do that. I might just binge watch the last season of Clone Wars, and then watch, like, the original trilogy, probably. And then May- yeah, that's, yeah. that's a good one. But Sweet. We... For some news, I guess we can say what we're gonna do May fourth if we know. I have not I yet gotten that far. Well, Jeremiah, it's, I still have to work. I'll be oh. at work. Oh, See, damn. I don't work on Monday, so. Oh, lucky I, you! I will be <laughs> celebrating my beautiful wife's birth, and then I will also. I mean, I'll for sure be watching Clone Wars. For I sure. would miss that, but. Yeah, you um, can. Yeah. So with the happy news of getting more Mandalorian podcast episodes, the sad news of also getting the last episode of Clone Wars saved. The, well, not I guess not the last episode of the podcast, but the last episode of Clone Wars, the show. It's like a bittersweet well, that we know kind of thing. I, I mean... There's been rumors circulating that I'm not going to talk about, but for now. Oh, okay. Well... You heard it here first that you didn't hear it. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, that, I mean that's all I have for news. Um, just be pumped for the new Mandalorian episodes. Um, follow along with us with when the show comes out. Also, just be really pumped that there's just a lot of even though Star Wars is kind of done, it's not done. It's so, never done. It's never done. That's as long that, as the expanded universe fair. novels exist for me. Star Wars is never done. I'm so happy that they're acknowledging May 4th. Yeah. Because there's too. been a lot of movies that Disney has made and they never released on May 4th and they probably should have. So I'm kind of excited that they're actually like releasing stuff on May 4th. Yeah. It's nice of them to acknowledge it finally. Yeah. So I'm pumped. Um, I did see some new toys are coming out, but I don't have a like a lot of detail but next week i'll kind of i'll look into that more for you guys next week if you guys are toy collectors perfect all i care about is the riven lightsaber yeah (gasps) i really want that dude it comes out may 4th yeah i've seen some i've seen some uh like unboxing videos and the rangefinder on his helmet Mm -hmm. you can you can swing it down and it actually has a it actually has a a light in like like an eight binder like a heads-up display, yeah. Shit. You can see through it. It's transparent. Oh, it's got a little I know thing what on I'm it. buying with my COVID-19 money. I got to go pre-order that helmet. 
So wish me luck, guys. Talking to my wife, but <laughs> all right. We all will right. All wish, may the force be with you. We will all wish you luck. <laughs> Sweet, perfect. All right. So Let's get into it. Round yeah. two of the new series that we started called Cantina Discussions. This week, I am bringing the random question. Um, but first, what would a cantina be without its beverages? And during our cantina discussions, we like to drink really good coffee. Oh, true. Who knew? Yeah, except for Jeremiah, because he doesn't drink coffee. We're a family-friendly cantina. Yeah, but that's no okay. Age limit. Jeremiah, I haven't heard from you in a while. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still here. Oh, okay, good. We're good. Uh, oh, I was worried. If you're listening to this in the future when things are back to normal, we were recording this during the pandemic and we're not in the same place. Yes. So I was wondering there. But yeah, back to the cantina thing. Uh, we we like drinking really good coffee here in the cantina when we discuss things. And uh, what better coffee than coffee from today's sponsor for the episode, Wesley Andrews Coffee and Tea. And did you guys know that I have a special message prepared from them? Yep. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, do you want to hear it? Yes. Yep. All right. Well, here we go. Hey everyone, Andrew here. I'm pleased to tell you that the sponsor for today's episode is Wesley Andrews Coffee and Tea. If you don't know anything about Wesley Andrews, you definitely should. They're an award-winning coffee roaster and shop in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and they make fantastic coffee. The awesome thing is that they have a subscription service that gets those amazing coffee beans delivered to your door on an either weekly, bi-weekly, or a monthly basis. Unfortunately, we're all being negatively affected by this virus right now. With that being said, what a better time to try some new coffee and support a local business. I know they'll greatly appreciate it, and we will too. After all, using the code Empire Radio with a capital E and a capital R with no space at checkout, when you start a new subscription at wesleyandrews.cc, you'll get 50% off your first purchase. I can't think of a better deal. Get 50% off, support a local Minneapolis coffee shop, and support your favorite Star Wars podcast. In the words of Emperor Palpatine, do it. Yeah, you should do it. I had, thanks to Drew, I've been uh, brewing my coffee with the Japanese flash chill method recently. Mm. And boy, is it good when I use my Wesley Andrews beans. So they're versatile. You They're can good do for more everything. than one thing. Oh, heck yeah. All right. With that being said, let's transition into episode two in the series of Cantina Discussions. All right, we're here. We're in the cantina. Mm-hmm. And smells it's like time. coffee in here. Oh, yeah. And it's time. So here's my question. I've been thinking about this a lot. Uh, I just recently had about a two hour long discussion with another friend of mine about this too. And we couldn't, we could not come to a conclusion. So here's my question. Ooh, it sounds dicey. Here's my question. What is balance to the force? And is it obtainable on a grand scale? And I have my own opinion, but I'm going to wait. You guys go ahead. What's a grand scale? What do you mean by that? So, 
part one, what is balance? What, from your perspective, what is balance to the Force? What would be obtaining balance to the Force? And the second part is, so the Jedi thought that just just like destroying the Sith outright was going to bring balance to the Force for the whole galaxy, right? So Anakin comes through. He's the chosen allegedly. one. He, yeah, allegedly. You know, he comes through. He defeats the Empire. He defeats the Sith. And then they believe that that is balanced to the Force, like, and it and it balances the Force for the whole galaxy. So, part one is, what do you think balance to the Force actually is? And then two, is it obtainable on a large scale like that? Well, go ahead, Jeremiah. <laughs> well, for your second question, I would say yes because, um, in Episode Nine when Ray hears all the voices from former Jedi, uh, Anakin speaks and says, bring back the balance as I, I once did. I once did. And so that seemed like it was a, a grand scale thing because based on everything we know about bringing balance to the Force... The only thing we think of is a grand scale because that's what the Jedi thought it meant. And so because he says that in canon, that means he did do what the Jedi thought he was going to do. It just didn't play out the way that he thought. Does that make okay. sense? Yeah. And so... I, I, I can I can see it for sure. As for your first question... Which you're cheating. You always has to have one question, but go on. Okay, well, I'm sorry. It was a two. It was a two part. It's like an, <laughs> a a one A and a one B. Okay. So, but as for your f- first question, um, I think we get a lot of uh, light on this topic uh, from the Last Jedi when Luke talks about the dark and the light. Uh, when Ray kind of senses the balance of the force. And that's something that it's when it's more of a passive use of the force where you just let the force do its thing. It will always keep things in balance. Like things are born, they die, things grow, they decay. Um, and whatever the other couple things she saw in that vision, um, the, the force will always keep that in in balance, the whole universe. And so when it comes out of balance, it will seek to balance it again somehow. And because um, if we think of the, the Jedi as being an extreme amount of light and there wasn't enough dark, they had to, the force had to come in and reduce the light or uh, have more darkness. And um, that's the balance there. And so it's an equal amount of light and equal amount of dark, just like we see in the, the Mortis arc in Clone Wars. There's always the two sides that have to be balanced. And there's chaos when one or the other is higher than the other. Does that make sense? Yeah. It does. I think what is the balance of the Force is Ahsoka. 
What the what? heck does that even mean? <laughs> the fact that Jeremiah, Ahsoka's number one fan, just reacted that way means that we're both pretty lost. Please explain. I just think like what the balance of the force should be is what Ahsoka ends like becomes. So like for me, I always view the balance of the force. I used to view it as like kill evil and make kind of like the way the Jedi view it. But then like watching how Star Wars has grown throughout the years and changing, like for me, what becomes like, like the balance in the force, like through it's not, it's not necessarily good or evil. It's not necessarily like light and dark. It's kind of like the middle ground. And so, like, that's why I said Ahsoka, because she becomes a character that she doesn't pick a side necessarily. Like, she does, but then she also kind of doesn't. So I think, like, throughout what we get with Star Wars, we're learning. We, we like, the more they keep writing the story and the more that we've learning about it, the more we're understanding that it's there's never really something that's better than the other. Like, like there is, but like, there's always flaws in both sides. So the only way you can find a balance throughout it is like through oneself. Does that make sense? Actually, I don't agree. Yes. (laughs) And I, I, this is a good part. This is a good point for me to share what I think. Um, Because Drew, I completely agree with you. 100%. 100%. I had a I had a two hour, two two plus hour conversation with another Star Wars friend of mine, Star Wars fan friend, a friend who is a Star Wars fan. You get the idea. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I do not believe that balance can be achieved by having one massive light side or one massive dark side destroying the other. I think mm-hmm. the two have to coexist on a grand scale because, like they said in the Last Jedi. If, if the Force were to be left alone, if if every Force-sensitive b- being in the universe just was like, you know what, we're just gonna, we're just gonna leave it. We're just gonna, we're not gonna touch it. We're not gonna do anything with it. We're just gonna leave it as it is. It balances itself out. It's the default, right? You got life. You got death. You got light. You've got dark. You know. Yeah. Um. You got creation. You've got destruction. Um. And I think, as a whole, the Jedi were extremely wrong. In thinking that the destroying the Sith was going to be bring, was going to bring balance to the Force, um, because when we think of when we think of the the characteristics of the light side and the dark side, the light side is is in this the in search of peace and knowledge and wisdom, but then the dark side, I think, I think people take the dark side and make it synonymous with evil, but that's actually at, it, at in its purest form is not the case. It's fueled by passion and it's fueled by emotion. And oftentimes those things unchecked lead to grand evil. But inherently the the things that fuel the dark side, your emotions and your passion are not wrong. And I think the two have to coexist. Because if your emotions and your desires and your passions go unchecked without wisdom and without a search of peace, you get you get true evil. But then if you completely deny your emotions and your feelings and the passions, that would have, you know, would theoretically power the dark side and you only pursue wisdom and peace you get arrogant 
and you begin to deny yourself. And so, like, again, this is a Legends continuity, but two of the most powerful Jedi, or I, w- I should say Force beings in the history of the Legends continuity were Expanding Universe Luke and Revan. And in the Old Republic Revan novel, it talks about how, like, I forget the specifics because I read it like a year and a half ago, but there's a Force user that senses Revan, and he talks about how, like, he is the single most powerful Force being he has ever come in contact with. Like, the the presence of his Force being or whatever, his you know, his Force presence is just overwhelming. And part of that is because Revan has mastered the light and the dark side and found balance with himself. And then the same thing with Luke, because he he gets turned to the dark side and is the Emperor's apprentice for a time, but then conquers that and eventually learns how to use the dark side to his advantage. Same thing with Mace Windu with his lightsaber uh, fighting style. Um, The reason he's the best duelist in the Order is because... His fighting style, which is a variation on Vapad, accesses the dark within himself without giving into it fully, and that aggression is what makes him part. You know, part of what makes his style the best style. And then in the lost episodes of the Clone Wars, that season, Yoda wins when he's in training to learn how to become a Force ghost. Yoda wins over his dark side self in that training by acknowledging it and accepting it as part of himself rather than continuously rejecting it like he would have, like every other Jedi would have. And so I believe wholeheartedly that true balance of the Force has to come within a person. And, and, And it comes from never letting either side become unbalanced or unchecked. Because them in their purest forms, like the, the 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 Jedi's blindness and their arrogance was the reason, part of the reason they fell. But then, obviously, the pure evil of the dark side is just bad in itself. Like, mm-hmm. you can't be a murderer. You like the Emperor committed genocide. Like, obviously, that's not that's not good. But the two have to coexist. And I, I, you know, I just I just believe after after a long two hour discussion. I believe that balance comes internally and if there were true balance to the force the force users themselves would find balance internally not try to destroy the dark side you know cuz like peace is is not balance in itself you know just well, because there's I, no fighting yeah well and so because the unbalance was the Sith Lord, right? It wasn't like the Force itself was unbalanced. Yeah. It was the physical, like, Palpatine was causing the unbalance of the Force. And so that's what was unbalanced. And so when uh, Vader, he brought balance to the Force by killing him, but also... By him doing that, he actually killed himself, which also brought us, like, also fixed the balance, in my opinion. Because if Vader wouldn't have died in that sequence, it probably wouldn't have brought balance. Well, and remember, Palpatine wasn't technically killed. Like, his essence wasn't killed. 
He died. I mean, his body died. Body died. Well, yeah. He brought balance for a very short amount of time. Anakin brought balance for like 10 minutes. No. It was like a couple years. Yeah, but still. Like, yeah. I don't know. I just, I just, I, I don't think. I don't think because it balance says can be achieved on a grand scale. I just don't. I don't think it's oh, possible. Oh, that's what you're trying to apply. Yeah, I, like mm. it has to be on an individual level. There's like I think no, I think it has to be on an individual. It does. Like I agree with you, but because Palpatine had so much control, it brought over the grand scale. Does that make sense? So I I, I agree with both ways. I think overall the force was imbalance because of Palpatine. Now, when Palpatine died, was there balance? That is up to if someone's going to try to control the whole situation. Does that make sense? Yeah. I don't understand why you think that Palpatine brought imbalance. Because... What do you mean? Because the the imbalance was... There was too much light on the... With the Jedi. There were... 10,000 Jedi and only two Sith. Oh, so did Palpatine bring balance during Order 66? No, Anakin brought balance. Huh? Anakin was... Now, this is a chosen one discussion that should be done later, but Anakin was the chosen one. When he turned to the dark side and aided Palpatine and killing all the Jedi, the the balance was the imbalance was there's too much light. And so by the time we get to a new hope, what do we have? We have two Sith and we have two Jedi. We have So you think Yoda that was the balance? Yeah, you have Yoda and Bruh. you have and you have Obi Wan Kenobi. So that was that was balanced right there. And then Obi Wan dies in a new hope and Luke begins that training. So then it's him and Yoda are the only ones that are the light side and you still have the two Sith. And so I've never heard that take before. Really? No, it can't come down to numbers though. But why can't it? Because I mean, it could, but it's wrong, but you have someone, you have someone that's like got the, the amount of force power of like a plant, but then you've got like, okay. So, you know, there were some Jedi that were just inherently weaker than others. Right. Well, well right, and, same but, thing with Sith. But it goes back to what I was saying about passivity. Like, if you're passive with your force abilities, you know, some are going to be, you know, leaning more light. Some are going to be leaning more dark, depending on how the, the force wills it. But uh, someone like a Jedi or a Sith, they are, in a sense, amplifying their use of the force. And so when you learn the ways of the force, you are rising the light or the dark that you're using. And that's what causes imbalance. If, if you have two Sith and two Jedi and, um, their force uses that kind of even level. If say one of them chooses to train more in the knowledge of the force and they get stronger with the light or the stronger with the dark, that causes imbalance again. Because they're 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 growing the that the light or they're growing the dark, and that well, causes sure, an imbalance. That's and so that it, that's it is a, the, that's a numbers thing because it's it 
now sure if if it's imbalanced between forced users then maybe i don't know of COVID-19 starts up somewhere in a galaxy and kills a bunch of people and it creates a more balance or something like that could be a balance, but we can't ignore the numbers. Well, can you explain what you think the equal balance was? So you're saying from new hope to uh, return the Jedi, that was the only time there was balance in the force. I would, I would say, yeah, I would say that that's, that Anakin, but how? Because Anakin is what aided, or what was. If it wasn't for Anakin, Palpatine wouldn't have been able to do what he did fully. And then there have been way more Jedi than Sith still, and so the whole balance was to destroy the Jedi Order because they made there was so much light, and it was not enough darkness. So, but are would you say that? Vader by Vader killing Palpatine and brought balance back because their numbers weren't equal anymore. After A New Hope, their numbers weren't equal. And I would even argue that even in Empire Strikes Back, the numbers are equal because Luke is not a Jedi. Yeah, but he's still pretty still powerful, what? though. He's still pretty powerful, though. With the but force. also, this whole time, Ahsoka is allegedly alive, too. So I don't think. Yeah, but it, like if what you were saying about Ahsoka is true, then she's already true. balanced. Yeah, and so she then is she, she's not light or dark, and so therefore she doesn't cause an imbalance. I just, but I'm saying, as soon as Obi Wan dies, then it's imbalanced. Then, in your opinion, possibly, or maybe when he he died, maybe somewhere else in the galaxy, his Bruh. his his equal. Let's I don't know how. Let's say his his force use was one hundred units or something. He was just like maxed out. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe one hundred individuals throughout the galaxy, like that, were only had one unit of 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 light of of darkness in them or something, or sorry, of lightness. Maybe that's. It replaced like it. It causes causes an equal like they gr- they grew up one point or something like they they upscaled a little bit. Does that make sense? Hmm. So even though he died, maybe something else in the galaxy increased in light and it maybe still it maintained balanced. the balance because that's what the the force does. It keeps things in balance, and so if it's imbalanced, so, the force is going to will something to cause a balance to occur. So, I just can't get over that conversation when they found out that that thing was supposed to, like, Anakin was the balance of the Force. If that makes sense? Like, when Obi-Wan was, or not Obi-Wan, uh, when Yoda was talking to Mace Windu, wasn't it Mace Windu? Who are, what are you talking about? About Anakin in Episode 1. You mean Qui-Gon Jinn? Or Qui-Gon, yes. Qui-Gon, that's what I thought. Okay, so when they're having that conversation, and they're like, this is what the prophecy... So, I just... Right there, it was already unbalanced, right? And your opinion is because the Jedi was too strong. But the Sith rule of two will... No matter what, that means if you're doing numbers, that means there can only ever be two Jedi as well. 
No. Is that what you're saying? No, but it's a Sith row too. They came more than two Siths. Yeah, but that does, that's not the totality of the dark side. But it is, isn't it? No. If you die, that's 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 the dark side. We learned that in the Last Jedi. There's the balance is see death and life. You you see growth and decay. You see chaos and peace. See, it's it's not as simple thing, as the Sith or Jedi. It, that's the whole point of Luke's. One of the reasons why Luke left the Jedi, like or wanted to destroy the Jedi, or wanted to end, was because. It's, he says it's it's vanity to believe that if the Jedi are gone, there is no light. True. Well, well, sure, but I don't think death in itself inherently is the dark side. I think that's just the Force. Yeah, but that that's that's the Force because keeping the, balance, though. Well, sure. And so, I think so the, I think the, the dark the, side is is fueled by passion and anger and rage, and that's when it becomes dark. Not yeah, necessarily in its in its natural form, because like death, even happens. in our world, is not evil. Hey, it's the same it's, world, man. This is just a long but, time ago. But, but, far, far away. That's the problem, though, because the Jedi associated the dark side with the Sith. They had a too too simple view of the light and the dark. Oh, I see what you're saying, but <laughs> I think what the imbalance was was the Palpatine's getting control and they couldn't figure it out and i think it's imbalanced as soon as a new hope it's like really imbalanced because he controls everything like the empire is it's like ignorant for us to think that the empire doesn't control everything right and so because the empire controls everything that's the imbalance is that this one person is controlling everything so, so by so you're Vader saying throwing him that was when that was when the balance came back. So because people had a choice to be either or. Okay. But if in episode one the Jedi Council is aware of a prophecy, it says the mm-hmm. the prophecy that the chosen one will bring balance to the force. So what did they think was imbalanced then? I think they because knew they- they oh. thought the imbalance was the presence of the Sith because they knew the Sith were in yeah. hiding. Yeah. They knew the Sith were out no, there. They, no, they didn't. They, no. Yeah, they did. No, yeah, they, did. He, they specifically said in there, the Sith have been extinct for a millennia. They don't, they don't believe the Sith are there at all. Kiandi Mundi says that. He says the well, Sith have been extinct for hmm. over a millennia. I guess the Sith practice has been extinct. Well, he also did not sense his clones turning on him. So damn. Oh, whatever, dude. He did because he turned around. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was too late to be sitting on the council. Uh, anyways, that's another day. <laughs> Wouldn't have happened to Qui Gon. That's what I'm saying. But anyways, Ouch. well, he still got killed by Maul, who was destined to fail, and he succeeded against Qui Gon. He wasn't destined yeah. to fail. That's everything Maul does. He he pushes the stone up to the top of the hill, and before he gets to the very top, it rolls back down again. Well, Maul accomplishes Would you, would you say, oh, wow. He fails at every plan he has, has ever had. <laughs> Except for building a massive underworld criminal organization. And that did what for him. We've never seen it. Made him rich. 
He wasn't doing it for money. Yeah, but he got rich. He was doing it because he wanted to try to bring balance no. to the underworld. Uh, Anyways. Am I wrong by I would, saying I that uh, Maul did ask if Luke is the Chosen One? The Chosen One discussion, that's a whole separate Katina discussion. Sure. I'm just, for me, I think it because the reason why I was saying that if Vader didn't die, it went in a broad balance because I think Vader would not be able to in my opinion, I think that Vader would not have been able to not fall deeper into the dark side. And that, that could be another discussion as well. But I just think... Say, hold on, say that again? So because Vader was dying, as soon as he threw Palpatine over, he knew he was going to die. I think if he wouldn't have done that, the balance of the force wouldn't not have happened because he would have became Palpatine. Because I don't think I, I think that if he would have been able to pick the empire or good, he would have still ended up picking the empire. I think the only reason why he was like, he felt sorry and he felt guilty is because he was going to die. No, no, that was Luke. That was seeing Luke the way he was. Because Luke appealed to the good in him. Because remember, he was like, Father, please. You know, he was like directly addressing him as as his father. And that's what changed him. Not that he was going to die. Because he wasn't going to die until he got close enough to Palpatine to get hit with all the force lightning. And it shorted out his breathing apparatus. No, no, I get that. But do you think if that wouldn't have happened, this is kind of getting off. This is like. Meaning that Luke got killed by the force lightning? No, like, he killed Palpatine, but he was going to survive. Like, Vader was not going to be hurt. I, he would have He would have still turned. I just feel like with that much, I would have been... Maybe. I would like to hope. Like I said, this is, could be another conversation. Right. But I just I just feel like, for me, it needed for, he needed to pass away, too, to bring balance. But once those both passed away, Jeremiah, would you say that it was imbalanced again because there was only Luke? Well, the 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 Empire was still there. There were still evil people that were bringing destruction. That were the remnants of the Empire. So, but but, but, but that's not technically yeah. a numbers game with Force users. Yeah. It's all about the intent of the people and the darkness well, or I, the light I, within the people. I didn't say it was only about the numbers of the Jedi and Sith. Yeah, well, you did. We were no, about- no, I said that it was imbalanced because there was 10,000 Jedi. There was too much light. And so by the <sighs> time we get to New Hope, the, the, the force users that are trained in the light and trained in the dark were at equal spots. But there was also way too much darkness. Possibly. But as far as we know, Anakin brought balance to the Force. That is canon. We can't argue yes. that. And so we have but to... But where, where he did it is the question, right? Is that what you're saying? I'm saying that everything that Anakin did led to the destruction of the Jedi. And that is what was necessary for there to be balance. 
Without the destruction of the Jedi, Anakin could not have brought balance to the Force. Well, sure, but then a massive but... evil came from it. <laughs> yeah. I I it, think... But that massive evil was equal to the light. Yeah, but then the light got extinguished. What I'm trying to say is, on a grand scale, the Force, those types of things will always be in fluctuation. There will always be a massive good, then there will always be a massive bad. The, like the the last time we saw something remotely balanced in terms of numbers and in terms of presence of light and dark in the galaxy was back when there were thousands of Jedi and thousands of Sith and they were at war, which thanks Disney isn't even canon anymore. But I'm not salty about any of that. He just wasted hundreds of hours of reading, but. No matter how salty I sound, you know what? I am actually really salty, but that's beside the point. I don't know. I just, I feel like it wasn't in balance. I can agree with Jeremiah that it wasn't in balance because there's too many good. I think Anakin brought, I don't think he brought balance when he killed all the Jedi. I think it made it so that the dark was... The clone troopers brought balance to the Force. If you want to say it. Yeah, sure. I just think when when all said and done, when Palpatine actually died, that's what brought balance. Because, like you said, the number game, then it is more equal. There's probably like one evil guy and there's Luke. Or whatever. Like, it is more equal. Um... But I then just, at the end of Rise of Skywalker, the force is an imbalance technically, because yeah, you have a you have not. a rising good, a a, a multitude of good arising out of this situation, and you've got Ray. And for mm-hmm. all we know, there are no other you know dark side users in the galaxy because Ben Solo's dead, the Emperor's dead, Snoke's dead. Yeah, Jeremiah. All of the Sith. Ah, oh, what are they? What are they called? The dark cult of the dark or whatever the the guys in the robes in Exegol. Sith followers. Yeah, they're done. <laughs> they're done. Is that what they are called? I don't know. There's something. There's like an actual name. It's like the, the cult, cult of the dark or the followers of the dark or whatever. Nazis. Just call them Nazis. Ah, I don't want to get there. Um, <laughs> let's not. Uh, but they're they're done. And so that's the thing. I guess I guess in summation yeah, Jeremiah, can you explain that? Well, I no no no. I I'm not trying to refute what he's saying. What I'm trying to say is that in summation we're all wrong. No. The you you are it is ignorant to equate the light and the dark sides of the force to the goods and evils in the galaxy because the force it, it exists in its in its own right outside of that and yes the the way the force is used and darkness and good that is is carried out through individuals in the galaxy does affect that you know how much dark there is versus how much light but at the same time like the, the jedi and the sith are, are two sides to the same coin they they always have been and and the the story of Star Wars is whatever side of the the coin is up is facing up at the time, but it's always spinning. It's always going to land somewhere else, and that's why I'm saying like I don't know. True, 
it's just hard for me to believe that true balance could be like true balance, like actual lasting, lasting effective balance could be attained as a whole. Unless the Jedi and the Sith were able to come to some sort of agreement, stop fighting and, and, and learned about each other and met in the middle. Like I just just don't love each other. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't know. Well, I think then, then how do you define what, Anakin's voice said well, in I think The Rise of Skywalker. Whole, I, I don't think that him saying that means that he did bring it to balance. Yeah, well, I'm inclined not to. Yeah, he he brought it in balance once. Ray, yeah, but, but that's why I'm asking Jeremiah, is that, did Ray bring it back to balance? Yeah, because Anakin says bring the balance Back like I once did. Yeah, but we're getting. But that then he, he said Skywalker. that. Huh? He said that, and like by her doing that, what does she do? She, she brought Palpatine by bringing balance back. That's what I'm saying. To yeah, me, but that's not mean. <laughs> he's not equating kill Palpatine to bringing balance to the force. He's saying bring balance to the force, and the only way to do it is to stop Palpatine in that moment. But the death of Palpatine is not I, specifically. What's sure. the thing? I just think it's hard for it's ignorant for us to think that that's not what they were implying, and what it making it seem like it was supposed to be was that because Anakin Vader killed Palpatine once, Palpatine's back alive, bring balance like I did once by doing the exact same thing that I already did, right? Huh? I. I still have a problem with the fact that that was the way the story ended, and that. Well, yeah. I that. mean, there's a lot I mean, of. We could dive into that, but I'm just saying, as a viewer or as an audience, we're supposed to be recommend that there's evil in the galaxy. Anakin was the chosen one. Anakin ended up killing the evil by, at the end of it, Vader had this long story, and then he ended up killing the evil the evil somehow survived or came back to life. Then Ray ended up killing the evil again, the same exact evil. And now there's balance air quotes. Like my fingers are in the air. Right. right. But there's not balance until we get people like Dave Filoni and John Favreau in the helm of Disney and star Wars, because right now the ultimate evil is Disney is, is whoever's making these star Wars stories that aren't on TV. Or in the books. Damn. I'm sorry. I'm. Dude, you're salty tonight, dude. No, you're, I... you're letting your passions get the best of you. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're right, you Listen, you want to know why? Because part of that conversation came out of. I was okay. For those tell of you that don't story. know, just tell us a story. For those of you that don't know, I had a, a really long drive recently, and that was when I was having the conversation with my friend. But that came after us listening for quite a few hours to the audiobook of the first book in the Darth Bane trilogy, which, yes, I know it's not canon anymore, but dear Lord, why you can't it's, listen a, to that stuff. it's a freaking, it's such a good story. It's so much better than anything we've gotten since Disney took over. And Doesn't we exist. It. I, yeah, I know. And that's why I'm salty. I'm salty because... We have books. Spoiler alert, if you're going to read that book, I think you should. So spoiler alert, I'm going to give you like two seconds to pause. One, two. Okay. We have a book 
where the, we see the creation of the Force Mind Bomb, which is a Sith ritual that kills every Force-sensitive being in like a multiple-mile radius, and it traps their souls Damn. in turmoil forever. Dude, this is the stuff that's in this book. That's we're, not so... Dude, it's terrifying. Scary. Like one of, one of there's a force sensitive there's a there's a really weak Jedi Padawan that gets there you know the Sith and the Jedi are at war and he goes in and he's force sensitive and he touches the thing and he he it it temporarily makes him go insane because at the sight of this force bomb going off there's this metallic it looks like a floating mercury like spear and he touches it and he immediately goes insane because of the amount of turmoil and destruction and despair that comes out of that into into his being like cool. this is the stuff that we're this is the stuff that we're we're missing missing like bane has intense he goes to the 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 tombs of the ancient sith lords on korriban and he creates the rule of two and it's because there's too many dark side users uh hogging up the dark side currents of the force and so he literally tricks him into doing the force bomb to kill the sith the the most powerful sith lords so that he can enact the rule of two and have more dark side power at his disposal. Like, that's the kind of stuff we're missing. We're missing Revan, who, his story is remarkable. And then I'm getting, bring balls to the force like I did, Ray. Here's two lightsabers. I'm sorry. I don't hate those movies, but gosh darn it, I, after rereading and re-listening to some of that stuff, man, it's just, it's leaps and bounds better. But anyways. That's why you can't listen to it. I'll there's be my there's my little soapbox. I'm sorry. Normally I'm not. I don't I don't like but... this side of you, Andrew. <laughs> no, it's because I read books, man. Like and and they're, they're so freaking good. And like the way that they describe the force and the way that they talk about balance is so good. And it makes so much more sense than this. Oh, we killed Palpatine. There's balance. Well, it's psych. There's not. And now we got to <laughs> feed him with the two lightsabers and Ben Solo kisses Ray and all this stupid stuff. Ooh, so, so so what you're telling me is that I'm sorry, I'm sorry reading reading books causes you to get angry and full of turmoil but like no. me i'm super low-key and stuff and that's probably because i don't read books no it, what i'm <laughs> saying is that the expanded universe and the legend continuity legends continuity it's it's so good like we'll, oh, we'll get there just, anyway in the next 10 to 15 years when they're putting all this new star wars content out Maybe they'll copy all the you know, old stuff. They'll I they'll wanna, take a lot of that stuff from the books back and I want to I want to apologize to the viewers. I don't know how we got to this point in the conversation, listeners, but it's my fault. But... Or excuse me, the listeners. I, I I'm sorry, listeners, especially if you really like the sequel movies. I before Star Wars like was really coming back, I got into this stuff, so I kind of shot myself in the foot without even knowing it. So There's just so many it. good stories, man, and. Like some of these books, I couldn't put down. Like I, there were, there were like the Bane trilogy. I literally read three books within the span of a week. Like they were that good. I just kept burning through them. But <laughs> okay, anyways, I, I digress. I'm so sorry. that was continue discussions number two. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm, I promise you, I'm, I promise you, I'm not a monster. I'm not a monster. I still don't hate the sequel movies. I just like the books more. Typically, I'm the way you are, and I've been gone yeah. a week, and you already took over that mantle. So yeah, I'm sorry. Anyways, what do you guys right. think about Balance to the Force? Because 
obviously, you know, we, we all have really good opinions and really good theories, but at the end of the day, it's all... there's, there's no definitive answer. So this would be another good opportunity to go to anchor.fm forward slash empire radio and leave us a voice message. Yes, sir. Give us, give us, give us your thoughts or on our social media at empire radio podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Yes, go ahead. Leave us a voicemail. And if you start raging like Andrew, that's fine. We accept all ragers over here. So Yeah, the more you rage, the more likely we're going to play the clip on next week's uh, episode. (laughs) If you want to hear the rage on for everyone to hear it, just go go leave us a voicemail. And Andrew can rage with you. Because apparently I don't rage anymore. It's Andrew. And if you if you think I'm totally wrong, I respect that opinion. Just be nice, please. But I, I do. It's hard for me to support reading the old stuff because I don't want to be mad like you. <laughs> yeah, don't. I think taint, Disney don't brought balance yourself. to the fourth. No, by gosh. getting rid of these books by telling and letting people stories. start over. Start <laughs> over. <laughs> anyway, whatever. People start anew. All right, let's 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 probably wrap this up. Okay. Well. Lord. That was episode <laughs> episode two of Cantina Discussions, um, a new series from the Empire Radio podcast. Um, this won't be every week, but we've got a few more planned, and then we'll get back into some of the other stuff that we had idea for ideas. Excuse me, I can't talk anymore. Ideas for, um, but if you're enjoying this, please subscribe. Uh, subscribe to the other two podcasts. The Mandalorian podcast and the Clone Wars Saved podcast, uh, dedicated to their respective shows. Um, and stay tuned for more episodes after a long break. Um, more episodes of the Mandalorian podcast coming at you within the next like seven days. Um, it's going to be great. So check those out. Check out our social media. Subscribe to Wesley Andrews.cc coffee subscription if you haven't already. Um, and I guess don't go read the books, the expanded universe books, if you if you haven't already. Even though the stories are remarkable, I'll do that. Sounds good. Well, on that note, I'm Andrew. I'm Jeremiah. I'm Drew. And may the force be with you always. always.